Hello and welcome to Your Dream Gym. We have got a great episode lined up for you today with Dr. Glenda Rivo-Allen, a guest we've been trying to get on for some time um, and she doesn't disappoint. It's a great episode. I hope you enjoy it. My name is Guy Griffiths and I like to find out what people's dream gym would look like. Clubs without any of the real world limits, financial or physical. Um, And we also like to chat about why our guests enjoy exercise, about their fitness background and uh, get an idea of what their weekly workout habits are. Your Dream Gym is part of The Collective, a network of fitness industry professionals whose purpose is to help the industry to share, collaborate and grow. We've got various different podcasts and lots of stuff going on across social media. Um, I'll have some more news of events at the end of the episode. I'm sure you'll make it to the end, Um, but in case you don't, check out LinkedIn, Facebook or YouTube for updates on what's going on on The Collective. As I say, more details on that at the end. Next, you'll hear a quick word from our supporting partner this week, and then you'll be able to get straight into the dream gym of Dr. G, Glenda Rivo-Allen. This episode is supported by Orbit 4. Drive operational excellence with Orbit 4. Operators can now gain transparency of the information needed to make informed, data-driven business decisions on procurement, finance, servicing and asset management. Orbit4 offer a comprehensive software solution to help manage commercial fitness assets. Operators benefit from having all their asset, service contract and operational safety check information in one place as well as a mobile app service ticketing solution for speed and ease of fault reporting. And for multi-site operators, Orbit4 provide a data control panel which aggregates all the important information to view immediately and take action. Easy to access, developed specifically for the fitness industry and supported by industry experts. Make asset management a dream with Orbit4. Book your demo today at orbit4.org. Um, there we go. Today on Your Dream Gym, I am really pleased to be joined by Dr. Glenda Rivo-Allen. She is a speaker, consultant, author, and expert on resilience, mindful business, and successful brand creation. She founded Health House at the Hotel de France in Jersey and then Club Soulgenic, another boutique health and wellness club concept, and also a well-being app in, in Soulgenic. I'm not saying that she is prescient, but in February 2020, just before the world was plunged into lockdown, Glenda started We Talk Wellbeing, which was very timely in my mind anyway. We Talk Wellbeing delivers long-lasting positive impact on personal health and well-being for individuals, teams, and organizations. And her book, Resilient as Fudge, is out on the 19th of October, 2023. Welcome to your dream, Jim, Dr. G or Glenda. Yeah, I love Dr. G. Real pleasure, Guy, to be with you uh, this morning. I've very much liked all of the episodes I've heard on this, and I've thought, I want to do that. Well... Super exciting for you to invite me, and what a great topic! No, thank you. Well, it's it's been a little while in the making. We've been talking about getting together for a while. It's just been one of those diary 
interesting yeah. things, hasn't it? But yeah, we did. We we find we finally got there. So yeah, great to have you here. Tell us before we start. Tell us a little bit more about the book. So it's all about different mindsets, skill sets, tool sets, right? Yeah, absolutely. Maybe probably the best place to start about the book is, you know, why do you do it in the first place? And uh, I know that we've had many a conversation in the past about why resilience is so important to me. As a serial entrepreneur, resilience is absolutely the number one mindset, skill set and tool set that, that I developed over time that's really helped me to get to where I am today. Mm. And, uh, you know, the things that are in the book, I practice as part of my daily life. And I think that the authenticity of that shows through. But what's been really exciting is uh, one of the, the challenges of entrepreneurs is we want to do it all right. Mm-hmm. And what's been so lovely over the last six months is I'm starting to really understand what I want to be doing over the next 12 months. And that focus is also critical for your resilience. So to know that the book, my keynote speaking, and the delivery on the resilient as much method is exactly where my heart sings is why I now feel like I'm super focused, which is quite unusual for me. You know, I always have so many ideas and then um, that's probably just a sign that I'm getting older. Yeah, but it's also, I, I, it's, the, it's that alignment thing. And as you say, I've seen a lot of those brilliant keynotes. There's only so much you can do in an hour or 45 minutes or how, however long they give you, right? So yeah, to say, absolutely. you know, this is scratching the surface or I'm, I'm diving into this chapter or whatever, you've then got something that can help the people there because it's, it's not necessarily, you can't sell yourself to everyone, uh, but everyone can buy the book. And if that's part of your, your purpose, then I think it's brilliant. So kudos. Well, you know, you couldn't uh, have put that better because the, the actual reason for the book is because I'm a great believer that if collectively we can give someone one thing that yep. could potentially have that marginal gain for them, I just want that book in the hands of as many people as I can get it to because mm. it was life-changing for me and I know it can be life-changing for others. And what's so lovely about the book is I see it a bit like your own little personal coach in your pocket. So the idea is you can have it in your glove compartment of your car, you can have it in your gym bag, and actually you can pick it up because it's a theme every week for a year. You mm-hmm. get to practice and I want it to feel like someone's friend. Yeah, perfect. So one, one takeaway from a 45-minute keynote, but actually, yeah, a, a bunch of takeaways from the book. But I really like that. That's just, It's a simple message. You're always espousing it on on LinkedIn and the socials, you know, what what and asking people afterwards, challenging people afterwards, what was your one takeaway so that yeah. you get feedback to. Brilliant. So let's, let's, but let's talk gyms. Let's talk yeah, dreams absolutely. as well. You've built oh. a few gyms, but before we get onto your dream gym, what does exercise mean to you? Why, why, why is exercise or just being active so important? Yeah. Just saying it as it really comes to me, exercise is absolutely everything to me. Now, what's quite interesting and lots of people don't know this, but for no reason, because people always like to think there's a reason, but there just wasn't one. As a, a young person, I never had a huge amount of confidence. And I also didn't have brilliant self-esteem despite great parents, a great life. I always had to work on that. Mm-hmm. And the way I developed my self-belief, my confidence and my self-esteem and my self-worth, to be fair, was 
through exercise. Okay. And exercise was a part of my life from a very young age. I was a, I was a gymnast. I was uh, focused on sport. But what I did love about exercise was it wasn't so formal. It was a lot more relaxed. But categorically, I really am quite passionate and I get quite emotional about this statement. But exercise has been such a huge influence in my life mm. that it's got to be a non-negotiable. Brilliant. And that, and the, when you say exercise is informal, is that against, you know, against doing gymnastics, say, where it is yeah, more absolutely. defined? You know, gymnastics is very prescriptive. It's very focused. I just love being able to, whether it's going outdoors or going to the gym or doing it yourself, the feeling of moving and bringing in fresh energy is critical. And I think we don't realize that uh, energy is the cornerstone of our resilience. Energy is the cornerstone of our well-being. And the challenge is we're not moving enough. Yeah. So movement uh, for the protection of not just my physical health, but my mental health is an absolute non-negotiable as my daily routine. Mm. Perfect. And that, and, and helping to build it's it's really interesting and again kudos to you for you know for for sharing that with everyone because there's a lot of people are like yeah you know it was aesthetics and it was this and as I've been getting older but even you know from a from an early age you know it was about confidence and self-esteem and that's that's what exercise has given you which is why it is such a strong non-negotiable it's not something that you that, that you can skip because even, even now, as outwardly very outgoing keynote speaker, Dr. G, you still need the exercise to keep that up, I guess. Absolutely. Um, it's a great you know, piece of advice that you could give everybody out there. It's, we, we, we have this problem in modern society where when we get into these overthinking and these thinking traps that we tend to do, where you, know, you get a negative thought come in and then you get lots of them all at once. We try and think our way out of it. And actually, just by changing state and moving is uh, remarkable how much it moves you into that more positive side of your mood map. So mm. for me, if things are starting to feel itchy, scratchy at my desk and nothing's working, I just know instantly move. Yeah. And movement is everything. And, you know, to be honest, as I've got older, it doesn't have to be intense. You know, what I notice is I love to do a less intense movement and exercise now, which mm -hmm. is so rewarding. You know, a really nice walk with the dog or uh, just moving around doing a bit of gardening, you still, by bringing in that fresh energy, it is remarkable, the myriad of benefits, right? Absolutely. Yeah, just change, changing. It's about changing your state. We were chatting off air about about flow states and things like that. And yeah, I think a lot of people would think that you or I would, you know, lace up the trainers and go for a 10K run. Yeah. But actually, yeah, as you say, doing a bit of gardening or um, I, I'll quite, if I just get locked into something or it's like, I can't work out what to do with this, I'll quite often go and play the piano for five or play my sax for five minutes. And yeah, it's absolutely. a completely different state. You're in a focus and whether or not you come back and you have reset, it's good for you anyway, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. And I don't mind sharing either because I think it resonates with people out there. But as I've got slightly older and I've been going through those menopause years, sometimes you can wake up one day, feel the best you've ever felt, and then you can wake up the next day and you feel like you're lacking in energy. Mm-hmm. And there is a bit of a paradox there because the the initial thing that you want to do is not go to the gym or not do some exercise. And the paradox is that once you do it, you're, you feel so much better. So that being able to just drop the intensity and do something that's around movement rather than high intensity sport is, is just been a mantra for me, even in the last chapter of my life, because, you know, we do have more challenges when you go through those years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a lot of, in fact, Dolly Patrick was chatting about that last week, following your talk about, you know, energy and the balance, but yeah, some kind of movement, you don't have to be picking up super heavy weights and putting them down again. Yeah, it could just be that. moving your hands up and down the flower bed or a keyboard or a guitar or, or whatever else. Yeah. Yeah. So what, in, in terms of your workouts, what kind of, you know, we've talked about all sorts of movement and exercise, but what kind of workouts specifically do you like, Blender? Gosh, I do love variety. And let's be honest, Guy, variety is probably the spice of life, as we yeah. like to say. I love, I've got to be honest though, I think my favorite workouts are strength workouts more than cardio. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, yeah, you remember me telling you the, the story that when in lockdown, the clubs were closed and I still had one of my clubs. I put the spin bikes out into the sector where I live in Jersey, a bit like a peloton. Yep. So I was getting the cardio by the fact that the reason I still teach and people ask that question, why do you still do that? Is because it gives me structure and routine to get in that important cardio exercise. Mm. But in actual fact, I absolutely have gone back to my grassroots of being a gymnast and loving strength workouts, workouts that don't need equipment, functional workouts, and functional workouts that's focused in on the, the way the body was meant to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. And that, but that is part of getting older. And listen, you're mu- much younger than me. But Maybe a bit. Uh, but another another feature of a lot of the people we've had on your train gym is, you know, how, it's not, I don't believe it's just a trend that strength is, you know, no. coming back and more popular than cardio. I think people understand and are better educated. And as they get older, strength workouts ought to be becoming more popular so that you can do the cardio and it's not yeah. necessarily a hit or a peloton it's a walk or a yeah. you know, running around after the kids or whatever else but strength is yeah it, it is important that it is rewarding and it helps beat old age well i was just about to say i don't want to get too technical but we all know that we lose muscle mass as we get older and yep. even just that small reduction in muscle mass changes our metabolic rate, which basically in a very layman's terms means that we're more uh, prone to being able to uh, put on weight because we're not burning so many calories at rest because we've not got the lean muscle. Mm-hmm. So in actual fact, people of my age group should be doing more strength training, not less. Yes. And I was always aware of the importance of that, but I do absolutely love that uh, we have this nice trend and I don't, I don't think it is uh, a trend that's going to go away, but it's lovely to see trainers really focusing in again on how the body should move. Mm-hmm. 
And um, I've got to be honest, I do like workouts where I still uh, use a personal trainer. Yeah. Because uh, I'm like the best of everybody else. You know, we have days where we need that extra motivation. And guy, got to be honest, you know, I sell it uh, everywhere I go, but your health is your wealth. And for me, that's an investment I'm prepared to make. Absolutely. You've got to, yeah, you've got to practice what you preach. And yeah, I think I saw a video of you recently with the PT in the home gym. Yeah. It was, it, it was a TikTok reel. So you definitely are younger than me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, loving, loving a, it was, it was going very fast because it was sped up on TikTok, but a very fast home gym workout. So is that, what's that once, twice, three times a week? Well, on... I did two with the PT and then yeah. I, I try and fit another two in on my own. Uh, again, on a similar theme, and I do understand that, you know, people, some people have constraints, whether it's space, size, or finances, but that putting the home gym into my, to my house was the best investment I've ever made. Brilliant. And I would recommend that for the people out there that do have a small budget that, that could set something up relatively easy. Isn't it incredible that you could use a disused room or a garage that's full of clutter and make it something that can completely change your life? Mm -hmm. And so in terms of that, if, so yeah, let's, let's talk about it quickly. Someone who has got, you know, a very small budget, we'll get onto unlimited budget in a minute with your dream gym, but you know, what would be your two or three key bits of kit that you couldn't do without in your home gym? It's, it's very well kitted out. I can see. Yeah, it's a um, great, it's so a great what, space. what are the non-negotiables in there? Well, obviously I would definitely say that for most people, they'll need one piece of cardio and treadmills are way too expensive. Not everybody loves it. You can do that easily for free. So I do think an amazing piece of kit, cheap money is whether you go for a ski ad or a rower. Yeah. Great piece of cardio and fantastic because you should be able to pick up a ski ad or a rower round under a thousand pounds. Yeah. So that would definitely be great for cardio. And then from a strength perspective, genuinely with absolutely near no budget, you could just have a mat and some dumbbells. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely basic. So something to, if you are on the garage floor or even in the garden, you've got. Absolutely. Some, something to pick up and put these things to or lie on. Yeah. And, then, and yeah. I mean, okay, if you had a slightly bigger budget, I do love a dual adjustable pulley mm -hmm. because it's got amazing versatility and, you know, a, a massive range of exercises. And for people who are maybe a little bit more scared of functional, because let's be honest, a bit more scary if you're not sure what you're doing, mm. I think a dual adjustable pulley is a great piece of kit. Yeah. Yeah. It's always, you know, you, you look around any, any gym really, and there's always someone oh, using them and, you know, a bit, or a bit of a queue. So to have that in your home gym is cool. Yeah, really cool. So you're on a couple of PT sessions, a couple of your own sessions a week, obviously, depending on your very yes. busy touring schedule, or actually I, I would say you've got a very busy touring schedule, but you've also got a very busy recovery schedule as well, don't you? With, um, Absolutely. Various, various trips. But going to, again, you know, this is only something that maybe I've really focused down on in the last three years because, again, very cliche, but we've got one life. You never know what's around the corner. Yeah. And, you know, we're here for a great time, potentially not a long time. 
And um, I do believe very much that we should serve as much as we work. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't very good at that. And I've had to practice. Yeah, Isn't it amazing that we have to practice to care about the thing that's the most important, which is us? Yeah, is that and is that? Do you think that the pandemic has shifted that a little bit in in yourself and in other people in terms of right? You can't go on holiday for a couple of years, and and, and now it's like, hold on, that yeah, I I really need that. I'm going to do it more. Yeah, I absolutely. Think that I'm maybe one of the few people that talk a lot about the gifts of the pandemic, and one of the gifts of the pandemic is exactly what you've just said, Guy. Is that people have become much more self-aware or what was make what was allowing them to thrive or what was draining to them yeah however we all have the defining moment in our life guy that changes a lot of things and um you know i was definitely near burnout if not in burnout didn't need a diagnosis i just knew mm. your body gives you all the physiological signs that something's not right so you know the 70 80 90 hour weeks have freaked up and um, I also lost my best friend in the space of six weeks, start to finish, uh, very visceral, very much life-changing. Mm-hmm. And um, from something so horrendous, you get a gift. And the gift was make it count. Yeah, absolutely. So put your health first. Yeah. So I've not, I haven't really covered this before, but you've, you know, you've unlocked something in the podcast maybe here, Glenda. You know, yes, weekly workouts. Yes, you know, X number of sessions a week and, you know, running this many kilometers and rowing that is is kind of my goal and I want to do an Ironman. But equally, if we're talking health, well-being, it's knowing what recovery you're doing. And, you know, those breaks are partly recovery, but what, what else is in your, you know, your schedule or your non-negotiables in terms of re- recovery and resilience? Well, it's really funny because I think in life, a lot of this is also how you frame it. Because mm-hmm. I get a lot of people that will say, you must be really, really tired because you're traveling a lot. But for me, travel fills my cup, doesn't empty my cup. Yeah. It's, it's giving you energy. Uh, it gives me fresh energy, but even more importantly, it gives me fresh perspective. You know, just I get back to beginner's mind, which is critically important. So I think the other part for me in recovery is spending time with people that really make that time uh, feel like it was never wasted. Mm. And that that's about, you know, life experience and really understanding uh, all of the things that are sustaining you. What are they? And they're different for everybody. So spending time with people that really matter, making sure that I have physical rest, I'm going to be honest, Guy, the third part is I don't feel we have enough fun. Okay. So fun is part of my recovery, whatever yeah. that looks like. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Whether that's, yeah, whether that's a, a couple of, a couple of beers after a conference <laughs> or, 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 or yeah, a trip. Again, we were chatting off air, as, as I said earlier about, about flow and things like that and how, yeah, going snowboarding or to a festival or yeah to a holiday in africa and on safari like you were recently and just going yeah you're not thinking about emails or the next keynote or you you are totally in a flow state in the zone just there living in the now um and that's 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 never going to be time wasted especially if you're also having fun you're also with a great friend yeah yeah you know it's a winning formula right 
Absolutely. Yeah, it's only going to fill the cup. So yeah, in t- so in terms of weekly workouts, there's those uh, there's those gym sessions. There's a bit of cardio in there as well, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, because I walk the dog every morning, and that yeah. is not just a leisurely ten minutes. He gets a very vigorous, fast walk, and I usually do about an hour. So that nice. sets me up for the day. I then have the PT, my own workouts. I do four spin a week. Oh yeah, you're still you're still in the spin, yeah. Awesome. Uh, unless I'm away, which I've got a great sure. cover teacher. And then really, if I was being critical about what I need to cut to bring in, maybe I could really invest a bit more in the stretching because I had to do so much of that as a gymnast in the the young years. You then don't want to do it, but actually, uh, that's probably something that could be a new challenge for me is just to bring in a bit more on the stretching side. Yeah. And again, another not not to peep blowing his trumpet because it's not actually, but Ollie Patrick on his on his dream gym. Just checking in my mind, I think it was probably series four around episode eight. Said exactly the same that stretching was the thing he needed to do more, and that yeah, it's great. As we get older, it is great doing a little bit more strength based, a little bit more functional. But yeah, stretching is the hard one, isn't it? Yeah. And it was was so strange because that was something that was part of my life that had to be a big part. You know, it's very critical when you're a gymnast. Mm. But I think also sometimes, and I don't always, I'm not sure that we get to the root of that with with our clients, is if you've done something from the age of five and you get to 25, you sometimes get quite bored or Mm. do the same thing all the time. That's something that I need to challenge myself on. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, watch this space. <laughs> so you've got an unlimited budget now. I'm your dream gym genie. You can have anything you want. What does your dream gym look like, Lenda? Well, you know, it's funny. I was out in Kuwait a couple of times this year and I was uh, very keen to get a gym while I was there because I was away for quite a bit of time and I found a gym that was outdoors and honestly I was like a child in a candy shop weirdly it wasn't the poshest gym I've ever seen it was quite raw but something that I absolutely didn't realize is how much I love an outdoor gym cool and the reason why that would be my dream gym is because I think it just evokes all of the senses you're you're with nature so Mm. You know, my dream gym, am I allowed to talk location? Meaning I would want, my dream gym would definitely potentially hear the sea. Uh-huh. I love the sound. It's very calming. Being able to see water would be definitely in the dream, even if that's a man-made fountain or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but absolutely evoking all of the senses. And um, I'm more minimalist than I've ever been. So I'm not one, as much as I had a club that looked very boutique, like what we see these days, I would like it to feel very calming. So maybe more the the natural colours, the sandy colours, bringing in a lot of uh, natural greenery, if we can get it. Definitely a mindful space. Yeah. And, And, you know, it's quite interesting because I think the dream gym can be done without the endless budget. So for me, my dream gym is just 
a space that I want to work out in every mm. day. Mm. It, okay. it, it draws me in. So design's going to have to be important in that. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I always say an endless budget. I think, I, I don't know, it just evokes the, the, <laughs> in the dream. But actually, you know, the, the, the anything is possible. It can be wherever you want to be. And there's a, there's a few people who've said outdoors. Obviously, Georgie Delaney of the Great Outdoor Gym Company. Hers was on the banks of a lock in Scotland. Oh, uh, and, and of course, was an outdoor gym. But this, yeah, this one in Crete sounds really interesting. So would it, I mean, it can be anywhere. You talked a bit about location of being near the sea, but would it be in Crete? Would it be in Jersey? Would it, you know, where would you? Well, if I was transported and I, I could do it, yeah. I have this visual coming to my mind now because I'm a very visual person of on these sandbars in Zanzibar where yeah. the water is so shallow for as far as you can see. How cool would that be if we mm. had a dream gym that just was 360 with the sea all around you? And a bit like what they've done in the Maldives, I would also love it to have a slide. Okay, yeah. So you'd have to go down, fly in, swim around, come back out, and that's part of the workout. That'd be pretty cool. Perfect. And uh, I think I think you might they they'd be talking to that last bit we were chatting about before the uh, the, the fun bit, right? Absolutely. And and actually, I wouldn't want too much tape. No, fine. Because there's two train of thoughts, I guess. But I like to be invested in the exercise and become really mindful within mm -hmm. the exercise and, you know, watching TV or being on your iPod. I know it helps a lot of people, but for me, it's my mindful time to be really immersed in the activity. So mm. minimal IT and just my favorite pieces of kit. So if we could maybe allow me to speculate on stuff that I'd love. Yeah, sure. Go for it. What, what kind of, what kind of things? Well, in the spirit of fun, and I've never bought one, but I do think, how cool would that be as a little bit of fun? I do like the Jacob's Ladder. Yep. I absolutely love it. It's a chunky, big piece of kit, but what a bit of fun that is. Mm. Uh, so I'd love to give that a go. I've seen it once in Equinox in Kensington, and I thought, I love that piece of kit. It's a yeah. monster. It's huge. So definitely a Jacob's Ladder, definitely a squat rack. Yeah. A really nice selection of kettlebells, a lovely selection of dumbbells. Yeah. Some really nice mats. Mm -hmm. Maybe you keep me here because I do like that brand. And actually, Guy, I just think for me, sometimes less is more. Yeah. No, it sounds like it's a it's a, a simple setup. As you say, the budget not a problem isn't really a, a problem. You're not going to other than the five million pound island would need to buy well, to look, then set the gem on. But that's just a little uh, that's just a wee hiccup on the road. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. It's one. Well, no, but listen, this is your dream. You can have whatever you want. Then that's that's the idea. It's good and it's important and good to dream as well as having fun. But I love the idea of a slide. Um, oh yeah. Into the into the sea or the water or whatever it is, but on the sandbars of Zanzibar. Yeah, that sounds pretty epic. Yeah. What about you talked about the mindful space? You know, other than the workout area per se, what else have you got for for that kind of mindfulness and relaxation or recovery? 
Well, I think that that's why I probably picked the location that I have because I'm genuinely sincere when I say when you feel at one with nature and you're just in the moment, Mm. simplicity becomes powerful. And actually, if I was going to be, you know, very much giving myself a luxury, maybe the mindfulness piece, it would be really lovely if the floor of the gym was complete glass and you can feel like you are floating with the fish. That would be lovely. A glass floor rather than, yeah, and, and, and fish underneath. And that's, that's for the gym, but also for the, I mean, I, I guess there is some kind of relaxation area on the side or just whether it's beds or, I mean, you could probably have a, could you have a float in the sea off Zanzibar? Well, yeah, definitely. You could have a big float that's basically a permanent one would be gorgeous. I mean, they do that uh, a lot now in tourist well-being uh, excursions. I was actually um, in the Caribbean in November and as part of this well-being excursion, they had done exactly that where it was all floats and from the plateau where they do the whole, you know, massage, etc. And yes, you know, for me, the dream gym's got to not feel like a gym. It's got to feel more like a wellness space. Yes, yeah. Perfect. So, you know, a really nice stretching area, a very nice relaxation area, and definitely uh, access to people that are experts in what they do because I'm a great believer that we can't be good at everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, that was going to be my next question. You preempted it. Um, shows your podcast experience. But, um, yeah, the people. So you, your, is your PT there with you um, and the other kind of staff who's looking after you? Yeah, absolutely. And I just want to make the point, sorry for all the PTs out there. I do believe in them big time, but only if they're going to deliver extra value than what I can do myself. And I've got to be honest, it took time to find the one, the right one. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a fine balance getting a good PT because they need to be able to push you when you don't want to do it that day, but also understand when to meet you where you're at. Yes. And and how they can softly, softly get you into the right mindset mm. and frame of mind for what we're about to do. So yeah. that's all about connection, isn't it? And getting the right person. So I truly believe in the power of having a PT to support you. We know this guy, but the dream gym's got to look at nourishment. So, you know, if it's one thing that, again, could be a challenge for me that I've never truly invested in, is because I've never been one for sugar and snacks and I'm a, I'm good with my diet. Mm-hmm. That would be a bit of a treat. And the dream gym is that someone could really help me on the nourishment side. Yeah. So you've got to, what, if, as in a, a pre-post-workout, or are you talking actual snacks and meals and I think it's and smoothies? And... To go through the experience of having someone that helps you to understand when you're most sustained and what works for you. Yeah. Because we know that everybody again is different. So mm. that'd be a right, you know, a lovely treat. And then the final thing that I'd like to say on people is 
And again, I feel very blessed in my life and I do feel sad because this is going to bring up um, issues of inequality because we can't all afford a coach, right? Yeah. But I feel that's another non-negotiable that I mm -hmm. have a performance coach. And I don't mean performance for sport. I mean just performance for life. Mm. And my coach, Tony, would have to be there because that's something that I never invested on early in my career. And since I have, it's been a game changer. Yeah. So that would be the three critical people that I think have to be there. Yeah, nice. And that, and they're all, as you say, it's really important for, for all, all three of those, the PT and the nutrition uh, guide and the performance coach. Although I think it sounds like they're all coaching you and it's, it's always good talking to someone who does coaching themselves and mentoring because you, you get it. Um, yeah. but they're all meeting you where you are, depending Absolutely. on whether that is, um, you know, where you are in your female cycle or where yeah. you are on yeah. your menopause journey or where you yeah. are on your, I've just got off the plane from delivering three keynotes in that. And you need to understand that and not just go, I'm going to count reps for you today. Cause that, that is the average PT. Let's be honest. Absolutely. And I think what, uh, it goes back to what I said before though, they, it's a real, uh, it's a dance. Because you don't want a PT either that says, oh, yeah, you're not up to it today, so let's just have a little chat. Sure. Uh, this happened to me last week where I had one of those menopause days where they, there was just no energy. And I was trying everything to not, to not perform. Yeah. My coach was, my PT was absolutely fantastic dealing with that and not taking the easy route out. Yeah, so dialing it back, but, but not. Back to yeah. zero. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that would be it. I mean, you've got me really inspired, Guy, about how I'm going to make this happen now. That's such a nice gem, right? <laughs> yeah, well, often yeah, often people have said this, right, I'm going to go and find investment. <laughs> maybe I'd have to live in it. It's got to be maybe the house and gym because mm -hmm. it just sounds like such a cool space, right? It does. It sounds amazing. And uh, I, I, I love the outdoor-ness of it as well. The fact that you can see the sea or some water i mean if it's on the sandbars of zanzibar then yeah no, no doubt unlike there's not much tech as well it is simple as you say you don't need the unlimited budget other than getting it set up yeah, in okay. zanzibar and the jacob ladder is not going to come cheap <laughs> it's yeah, sounds wicked. Can, but have it's you, fun yeah have you have you got a name in mind for your dream james lender what would you call it i might have just put you on the spot there with that one Oh my goodness, you have put me on the spot though. Because you'll get all of these ones that you would expect, but they're just not they're just not doing it for me at the minute. Maybe something like Zanze or just something different. You know, yep. I don't want it to be as much as it 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 evokes serenity, that's just too predictable for me. So yeah, I've got to think of the brand is important, right? Mm-hmm. It's I okay. Can, I can see it now. I just haven't got the name yet. Well, this, this, this isn't, this podcast isn't going out live. So if you want to, if you want to brainstorm on the, on the name, I can add it to the podcast. I type. don't know why, but I like Zanzi. It's Zanzi. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. It's, uh, it's certainly not been used already as far as I know. So, you know, I don't yeah. think so. Cool. Okay. 
Let's do a couple of quick fire questions then just to, to wind things up. Yeah, um, who I think you may have answered this already a little bit with your PC and your coach, but if you could have anyone as a workout buddy, alive or dead, who would be the two people you'd choose to do a workout with? They could be friends, they could be famous, they could be, yeah, whoever. Well, something that really struck me massively when it happened and it was just so terrible because he was a real big part of my childhood, watching him as Kobe Bryant, uh-huh. the basketballer. And, you know, such a horrendous thing when he when Kobe passed with his daughter. But why I was happening there is just his, to me, he epitomizes resilience. Mm. Uh, and a search for excellence. So he's got to be in there. And... I've got to be frank with you, bringing my mate Tina, the, basically her energy is good for my health. Yeah. Perfect. That, Excellent. people to have there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, wicked. So Kobe and Tina. What about, we didn't go into, are you listening to music while you're working out or is there? Well, that's an interesting thing because I don't like music and I could imagine a bit of Kathy Del Mar to come on from time That's, to time. Yeah. I, I love nothing more than listening to the sound of nothingness. Okay. Yeah. So I, I, actually nature, nature, if you are just there. Yeah. So the sound That's of nature. Yeah. yeah. But if there's, if there is a, what playlist should we put on then best of Cafe Del Mar or something like that. Cafe Del Mar would be pretty cool. Yeah. Excellent. And yeah, last one, what was your last workout and, or what is your next workout or, or an activity or exercise? Well, that's funny because you mentioned it, but not, uh, yesterday morning, I did that quick fire workout with my PT oh. and what was yeah. so amazing. And I, I was wondering if people would have questioned it because he was doing the workout with me, but it was an impromptu where this is how amazing this PT is. He messaged me and said, I have a free bit of time. I know you wanted to slot in a bit more this week. How about we just have a workout together in half an hour? And sometimes they're the best. Yeah. So I just popped round. We did 35 minutes and it was straight out the gates. 35 oh. minutes, done. And we just straight. went one together. So straight that was... in, set up TikTok, top, top off for him, <laughs> not for you. It's not me, but he did. And off, off, off you it both went. So, it was so hot. He doesn't take his top off when he's training me, but he definitely did yesterday because he was working out there. It was, it, was a warm, it was a warm day, to be fair, yeah. And your next one, what's the next one? So the next one will be, I've got a PT tomorrow with my PT, mm -hmm. and then Saturday I do a spin. Nice. Very good. Well, it, it's been great having you on at last. I've loved it. We have talked about doing this for a while, but I, I love the sound of your dream gym, Zamzi. Well, this could be, I'm writing this down, Guy, because I'm a great believer in manifestation. But to be yeah. fair, this could be a costly podcast. Well, there's, I think there's a few like that. A few people have gone, right, <laughs> I need to go and get investment. So if there are any investment firms out there that want to sponsor the podcast in future, we've had Johnson Reed on in the past. So there's your first port of call. But yeah, there's, there's others are available as well. Thank you, Glenda, very much for joining us. If people want to find out more, they should, I mean, I, I'm LinkedIn, right? Yeah, um, absolutely. They can email me on glenda at com, or even just simply glendarovwalo.com. Perfect. And, and happy if anybody wants to reach out to me with any questions or prick my brains. 
Awesome. Thank you. And I'll drop a, a, a link in the show notes to pre-register for the book. What was it? 19th? Yeah, absolutely. 19th, 19th um, October. Yeah, absolutely. And if people go to the QR code, which I can give you, and yeah. next to their name, uh, put in brackets, Dream Gym, uh, they can register and I'll give them 30% off the book. Amazing. Thank you very much. No worries. Well, a bit amazing. Thank you again for joining us. I look forward to seeing you soon. Real pleasure, guys. Hi, it's Guy back again with thank yous, shout outs, what's coming up, and details of our next guest. Firstly, thanks to you for listening to this episode. We hope that you enjoyed it. Um, well, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed recording it um, with Dr. Glenda. Thank you to her, of course, for her time and for sharing her thoughts. It's always fun spending time with Glenda. Um, and what a great gym in Zanzibar, called Zanzi. Um, not our first outdoor gym, but quite unique, a bit like Glenda herself, working out there with Cody Bryant and, and Tina, and then chilling out to Cafe Del Mar afterwards. Look up her book, Resilient as Fudge. As we said, it's out on 19th of October. There is a link in the show notes. So uh, please go over and pre-register for that and get your discount. Um, thanks also to Orbit4 for their support with this episode. Again, there's a link in the show notes. Go and check out um, all of their services um, in terms of managing your gym assets. In terms of what's coming up, we've got a number of podcasts um, either out already, The Business of PT with Adam Daniel, Another one in the pipeline on fit finances. Um, but the next series is Health Seeker Stories. And we're actually we're going to be running a live stream of episode one next Monday, the 31st of July at midday. So look out for that either in your podcast stream, search Health Seeker Stories. Or if you want to watch it live and interact, then jump on LinkedIn, on YouTube, or on Facebook on the collective and you will find a live stream there where you can interact and join in on episode one and then all the other episodes we've recorded to date will drop as well on Monday the 31st of July. So we hope you'll listen to that and I hope to get some feedback from you about how much you enjoy it. Um, next week we're on Your Dream Gym we are going to be chatting to Jack Thomas um, from The Fit Guide so watch out for that here in your podcast stream it's going to be another great episode um, with jack thomas from uh, bangkok um, but yeah hope you like that one hope you enjoyed this one and i look forward to seeing you soon